get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode 395. And this week, there's rumors of a Sony Next PlayStation handheld. Dun, and guess dun, what? Dun. <laughs> and guess what? I'm playing Minecraft Legends. What? We'll get into all of that Ooh, in whoa. a few. But first, <laughs> I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how's it going? I'm good to yourself. I'm excellent. Joelle, what's up? Hello, hello, hello. Simon. Hi. I listened to the podcast while we were away. Yes. And you started talking about RGB. Yes. And I was like, what is this? Where is Simon? What have you done done with him? (laughs) I mean, I haven't done it yet. I'm thinking about it, and but I haven't done it yet. So it's coming. It's coming. (laughs) Yeah, I will see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll have to see what happens, but I'm tempted. I will convert you. All right, let's get through some housekeeping before the crew check in. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi. that's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. All right. Um, Catherine and Simon went through an adventure this past week, but Catherine really felt the brunt of it. Cat, <laughs> how are you doing? I, um, there was an ice storm on Wednesday. Yes. I lost power on Wednesday night and it came back on Saturday afternoon. And I was one of the lucky ones oh to get boy. it so quickly. Oh um, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was nothing like the ice storm of 98. Yes, of course, I'm of over 30. I have all stories of that time. Uh, but yeah, so basically Wednesday, we had like 25 centimeters of ice fall on our heads and the trees were cracking and the branches were falling. Like walking home from work, I was dodging like trees, branches and being careful. Um, and the next day, it was like, yeah, it's warm. It's going to melt. Um, and big chunks of ice were just falling off trees and building. It was a whole thing, and it was windy. Oh, it's um, so dangerous. Yeah. really is. But a million people lost power uh, in Quebec alone. I think it was 1.5 million if we count the affected people in eastern Ontario, but the brunt of the ice fell over... Um, part of a part of Ontario and like most of Quebec, like from like Ottawa all the way to like Montreal um like out out east they were they were spared like Quebec City was fine um we and had hail it- and thunder and lightning oh and God. a yeah. bunch of rain it was windy and it wasn't that bad everybody was like oh my god how bad is that? I'm like yeah, it's not bad for us but then speaking to family in Gatineau and friends in Ottawa and hearing your guys tales I was like holy smokes we yeah. got spared <laughs> yeah the big difference between like the ice storm of 98 and this other than it's like January versus April. So like in 98, the ice stayed, 
for all of yeah. winter uh, is it didn't af- it only affected like local like local power um it didn't okay. affect like the big pylons like coming down from the uh, the the dams and things like that like it was just trees falling disconnecting the power from houses and things like that yeah uh, but yeah like my area was heavily heavily affected we have a lot of trees a lot of beautiful trees um but they fuck shit up and i was part of a like a big grid when we were following the outage on the map like my my house was part of a grid that encompassed like something like 3620 people okay so um yeah yeah so pascal just texted me that our friend lost power again um so i opened the hydro map and i think they just kind of like closed off a whole grid to finally reconnect some people some isolated people that haven't been uh so fingers crossed we can finish this podcast here today with you still there (laughs) they don't turn yours off I have a laptop. I'll lose Wi-Fi, but at least the yeah, yeah, that'll make it. The but it's laptop hard will to stay do open, and <laughs> I'll at least be able to save. Yeah, you'll be able to save the MP3. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was a thing. But at least um, I was lucky to get it back on Saturday, and I managed to have like I today and yesterday like as weekend days. But I didn't yeah. get any of my Easter stuff done. It was just like. The whole city grind ground grinded to a halt, and we just kind of like sat there and and waited. And everybody's job was just to be like to just be out of people's way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Let people clean it up. Yeah, Simon, you weren't hit so bad. Nope, I got power the whole time. Uh, little bloops of internet and power, but we were good, which is surprising considering city's infrastructure usually sucks dick. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't lose anything. Oh, well, that's good. But it does sound like that y'all went and saw the D&D movie. Yes. 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 I did too. Yes. Wow. I'm the only one that didn't go see it. So tell me, yeah. should I go? I loved yes. it. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. Really? It was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Really, okay. really fun. Yeah. I, I I don't know if it's worth it for you to see it in theaters. Um, because maybe you're not as attuned to like the world of D&D. I'm not. <laughs> but it, it's definitely it's like it's still a great time like even yeah. if you don't know D D, yeah it's like for for me that's played like since i was a kid like that's how i met pascal um like for me this was like there was a lot of like easter eggs yeah, and you know sure. it's set in the world of eberron and things like that so you know i had an extra layer of stuff to enjoy okay but it's like it's just like watching Marvel. I'm sure like a lot of this Marvel super fans have a lot like a, an extra layer of stuff. That yeah. are like, this character, holy shit, had yeah, a well, cameo in issue 320, and we're just like, haha, fireworks. Big okay, fight. but big difference is that Marvel takes themselves super fucking seriously. This movie did not. This movie, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was just fun. It was a part yeah. of its charm because it's like yeah, it could have, totally. it could have really gone a different way but I, it was so self-aware that it was yeah, it was it was really funny and yeah yeah maybe it's not worth like a theater ticket but i mean if you're interested and like if That's you want to go see it it's it's super yeah. fun it's a, it's a movie oh, yeah. to, to see yeah it it was fun although the internet lied to me because the internet told me if there was a mid post scene credit and a and an end credit scene 
There was yeah. no end credit scene, so I made oh, my party sit there like a bunch of assholes. Oh, we didn't even stay. Oh, waiting. there was a mid credit thing. Yeah. Oh, we didn't oh, even stay. Oh, we forgot. We'll I, to I needed to pee online. so bad. I just zoomed out <laughs> of that theater. <laughs> We'll yeah. just have to go check it out online then. Well, yeah, yeah. just you know that there's no end credit scene though. Okay, so after well, I mean, the we're mid, gonna, just, gonna just leave. It, so. But yeah, uh, yeah. So, but no, it yeah, was. It's, it's it good was fun. fun. Yeah, yeah. It's really honestly, nice. if if you love D and D, there's a lots of little nods mm -hmm. to all the different things and and the world that people are in and everything. So you know, the the we were laughing our asses off as uh, at the pallet and the guy playing the pallet and was like, holy shit, like perfect so fucking good. way of playing it like holier than thou yeah, that you just want to punch was, him yeah. just the way he was walking like oh yes. man yeah well, we had a really good time I feel like in that sense too like I feel so the characters could also remind me a little bit of how some people like play D&D &D. yeah so, like you have like caricature of people playing D&D yes, &D. yes. Okay. and that paladin I was like you yeah. know that player that just like uses big words for yeah. no reason yeah. and is like yeah. really hoity toity and is like all up on their shit and is so annoying and I just thought it was so funny. But even if you like high fantasy or like fantasy movies, you'll yeah, like you'll, you'll, you'll like it. Yeah. yeah. So like if you enjoy that genre, you'll like the movie. Yeah. Even if cool. you don't know anything about the you know, world. So predictable it was sto predictable story and, and, and characters, but still okay. very well brought together and, and yeah. fun. So yeah. good popcorn flick then. Yeah. 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 Sure. The nice. way, yeah. The way it was sold to me is basically like it's not a a movie set in the world of D and D. It's more like they took somebody's D and D game and yeah. made it into a movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and if you yeah. know the kind of shit that happens around the table, you're like yeah. mashing it. Like it's it's shenanigangy and you yeah. know a lot of stuff. You know, people are like, well, the plans with the you know the boss fight at the end, like it's kind of quirky. I'm like, but that's how it happens that's when you play happens. D and D. Yeah. That's the kind of shit yeah. you try to pull. Like a hundred percent. They had to do some serious lore dumping and plot like navigating and they I thought they did a really good job and used yeah. some really unique kind of storytelling yeah, uh, tropes to do it. It wasn't just this like plot dump and like and kind of boring or uh, predictable. Uh, so I really cool. appreciated that because I was watching it and I was like this could have not been as fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's so. two things like I really enjoyed about that movie is one real world sets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's not like Marvel where it's like everything's filmed Everything in front of a green screen greedy. and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, real world sets uh, and uh, real world effects like animatronics. Yeah, a lot. I love that. Yeah. Costumes. Costumes. Yeah. The costumes were on point. Yes, yeah, and yes. um, there's like, and I, and I saw on TikTok after like some behind the scene stuff, you know, like yeah. uh, without spoiling, they use a stick where they can have portals. And there's one where, you know, they're like on they're they're like um like underneath a carriage and they use a portal to get like to to change change rooms or whatever, but it's like they yeah. use the portal and they're in the carriage and then they're in the room. And the way they cut but it's like the gravity shifts because of how the portals are. But the way they made it was like with an actual set and a hole in they it. They moved have, something. Okay. And having the girl walk through it. It was and, really cool. They like, and neat. I was like the camera work was yeah. It looked yeah. really good. It yeah, looked that really, shot good. Was really good. Mm -hmm. Neat. All right. Cause yeah, also, I was like, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I, I think that's how the kids are uh, are saying it, but uh I, I stand that chubby dragon. Oh <laughs> like holy oh. shit, I Chubby love Dragon. Him. Oh, 
I feel like I that was kind of a spoiler. That no, was, it's not. That was a really good reveal, though, in I mean, the movie. it happens right away, so... It's... It doesn't happen right away. Okay, fine, Midway. I'll edit this out. <laughs> I'm I, sure it'll become a meme at some point, yeah, It was nothing a, that's really good like that is going to stay in the movie for long. So it was a really funny twist. It was I just loved like, him. this is hilarious. Like, I th- oh, I I'm looking for... That be, alone uh, sell, sells me on going to see it. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. going to be a uh, uh, Tarask at first, because I'm like, that's really big for, for a dragon, but then, yeah, it just pops out of the well, rock, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, legendary legendary dragons can be as big as a Tarrasque. You no, know, I know, I know, I know. But I, I figured it's such We're an iconic game character. We're getting way too nerdy here. Yeah, you guys true, lost sorry. me. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, okay. it's, yeah, it's definitely self-aware if you've yep. played any kind of D&D game, even if it's just once, or even if you just listen to stuff like, you know, like Dimension 20 and Critical Role. Yeah. yeah. When you'll see that movie, you'll be you'll see the people. Um, basically, like the kind of shenanigans you do in game. That's they. That's what they did in the movie, yep. and it yeah, yeah. works. Real fun. And nice. you, know, you were talking about the paladin. Like for me, he felt like the um, DM played NPC to help you with your like, yeah. high level oh, quest. Yeah. Totally. Oh 100%. yeah, that's so true. That's I was spot like, on. yeah. I, I was like, I was looking at him and I was thinking back to some of my D&D game and I was like, yeah, I can see my DM like popping that character in. Especially, like, especially Tip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of character Shout he builds. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, Mike and I last night, we were on our way for, uh, we had to drive about an hour to get to family dinner for Easter. And I was like, do you want to go see the Mario movie on our way back? We went to dinner. Eight like champions. We were way too sleepy to go see a movie. It's <laughs> a very expensive nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's only it's not that long. Apparently, it's an hour and a half. So I wanna I wanna yeah. sit through all of that, and not fall asleep. We're gonna go see um, it, but like at nine thirty at night on a weekday, so that there's no kids around. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> exactly that's smart. I thought about that was maybe thing. yeah sneaking yeah. It in tomorrow night because it's the only night I have free this week, and I was like maybe I should just go see it. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, the way that my week is going, there's no way I'm going to be able to see anything until the weekend. Then I like, do I want to do that on the weekend? It might just be next week. That's the way it is. Um, Joelle, you also, it sounds like, went on a bit of an adventure this week. I did, and I don't mean to throw this in um, uh, all of your uh, ice storm faces, but it was hot <laughs> as fuck in Minnesota. We got okay. Uh, no, that's cool. <laughs> no, I mean that's totally <laughs> fine. You know? <laughs> We definitely like hit in the mid sixty five uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah, which what is, is that? What, Be- which is, beaver units. Which is what? Fifteen uh, in your speak. Sixty five after C. Ten fifteen. Eighteen point three. Yes. Oh wow! Really? Okay. Yeah, like a big very melt, comfortable. A big meltdown. Yeah. So, uh, we ventured outside on uh, Saturday before the movie. And I was like, I hope I don't fall asleep in the movie because we were out and we hiked. Uh, there's a really uh, some popular waterfall spots. And I never knew this, but uh, my boyfriend did. We hiked to a place called Minnehaha. And you can, you jump the the fences. Like, you're not supposed to do this, but we jumped uh-uh. the fences. And we went, you can go behind the waterfall. There's like a pretty big uh, cutout in the rock. And so we hiked behind the waterfall. And the back half of the waterfall was still frozen. Um, so it was just these big blue sheets of ice and then you could hear, yeah, you could hear it and I'll post some of the pictures that I took. It was really, really fun. 
Uh, and then we went around and hiked to the park, and it was like a three three mile kind of hike in the snow mud. Uh, mm, <laughs> it was a little cool. really got a little dirty, but it was beautiful. So we had a it got a, dirty or it got dirty. It got well. Oh. I mean, it was very public. So okay. I don't know. It's <laughs> in the no, woods. I'm like maybe sometimes in the woods. No, there's it's a lot, lot of people were there because it was like a Saturday okay. afternoon and fireman being horny on me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I mean, I would not be. I mean, it'd be fine if we were a little more private, but we were not. There was no privacy. I'm just saying. Yeah. But so that's what it was. It was amazing. So it was really nice weather. Um, and today was 70. So like add like almost 10 more degrees. Got yeah, like, so it's probably like twenty one or something. Yeah, it's it's it, warm. It's gonna be hot here this week too. Yeah, so yeah. like it's coming, yeah. guys. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, today was fifteen degrees, and yeah. I think yeah, like, we had a good day today. Yeah, yeah. and Pascal was like, "Oh, Wednesday shorts weather twenty two. Spring is here. Spring is here. Spring has sprung. It really has, and hopefully it'll melt all that ice." Um, so I channeled my inner Catherine this weekend. And made a uh, no bake cheesecake with Cadbury Ooh, mini it eggs really in it. Good. Yeah, it looked, yeah, really that good. looked amazing. And yeah, I've got a lot left, and I'm going to be eating some after oh podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing is, is that like I didn't travel so far that like the mini eggs started to melt. Oh no! <laughs> like the casing because it was just like warm, you know. Anyways, yeah. but I feel like I'm having like a Minecraft week. <laughs> Because okay. while I was away, a package showed up, and it's actually the official Minecraft Gather, Cook, and Eat official Aww. cookbook. Yay! <laughs> She's showing and us. It's, it's so yeah, cute. It's really awesome. So uh, wow. this is cool. It has recipes based on food in the game, places in the game, characters in the game, all that jazz. And I want to show you guys slash talk about some of the recipes that I would really like to try. Um, everybody knows that I'm not much of a cook. So like anything that'll like inspire me to mm-hmm. cook or bake or do something is a good thing. Cause I'm not a big fan of doing that. Mike is really the chef in our house. So yeah, I need to channel my inner Catherine and make a uh, flower forest greens, which looks like a beautiful salad of uh, flowers and nuts and greens and stuff. Yum. Um, they all, what's amazing about these recipes is they talk about uh, how difficult they are, because, of course, that's something in difficulty setting that you can have in the game. Yeah, true. They also bring you through uh, a little bit of, like, tidbits of information using iconography of the game, including player type that would make this would be the explorer. (laughs) The prep time would be five minutes, and it shows the little clock uh, icon as well. The cook time, none, of course. This is a salad. Who cooks a salad? Uh, the yield for small salads, any dietary notes. This one happens to be vegetarian and gluten-free and, uh, it does not require any special tools. So yeah, it looks very delicious with a honey vinaigrette and, uh, I might be trying that one as soon as, uh, I'm able to buy some pansies and things like that that are edible, though I do know my sister grows edible flowers. That's cool. Another cool one is called inventory bread. And for folks that understand Minecraft, they know how everything is boxes. And look how cool that bread (laughs) is with all. It's almost like umpteen different types of bread all cut into cubes. That's what it looks like. And put together. And that's what it's called. Uh, This this one is a difficulty of normal with uh, a prep time of two hours. Builder player type is a builder. It makes 32 blocks. So, yeah, there's a lot there. 
Um, for seasoned veterans of the game, um, they may be interested to try the Suspicious Stew, which has a normal difficulty. This is actually something you make in the game, and you don't know. It's kind of like Russian roulette. Is it po- going to poison you? Is it going to heal you? Who knows? That's why it's suspicious. <laughs> and that's what this is, Suspicious Stew. So uh, I'm curious hmm. about that. Um Maybe I'll make Mike make that. It'll be more likely to heal instead of poison. I if I make it, say, it make poison. How how was the likelihood of poisoning? <laughs> it, I don't know. <laughs> the uh, the book also uh, doesn't forget those of us that uh, appreciate a good drink, cocktail, or uh, dessert. And uh, torch shooters are uh, one of the things you can make. It has a difficulty of hard. I guess that's because fire is involved. It looks like creme brulee at the top. But look at those tall shooters with like chocolate mousse in them. And then the creme brulee on the top a little and and torched. Mm. And then last but not least, though, obviously there's a good ton more recipes in here. The thing that everybody talks about in Minecraft is cake. And here is the cake. And it's even square. And they made it with the strawberries Aww. and cut all the strawberries square. Wow. And it looks just like the cake cakes from the game. Minecraft? So, yeah, they're, they're, oh, yeah, you want to make cake in Minecraft. Yeah. You want to make cake in a lot of games. Yeah. I don't know. Cake is important in a lot of games. Yeah, it is. The cake is not always a lie, Simon. Sometimes there's yeah. the cake in the game. And the there is real is cake real. in this game. Yeah. So, I am curious to try some of these and uh, give it a go. And uh, yeah, because apparently I can at least make. A no-bake cheesecake. Let's see if I can make True. those creme brulee like things. The torch. What do I call them? Torch shooters? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. There are so many cookbooks out right now inspired around video games. It's so, so fun. Many. It's so yeah. fun. I love it. Yeah. I don't think there's a Horizon one. Is there? I'm going to look. I didn't sure, see one. But I- there's a, a YouTube video that keeps popping up. I recommended about somebody who's made like all the different recipes from Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's those are fun videos. Have you watched any of yeah, those? Yeah, they are. They're they? so funny. <laughs> all right, folks, let's check in real quick with our fantasy critic because I know we forgot to do that last week. I'm yeah. going to check on the girls on Games One. Okay, let's see here now. What are our standings? <laughs> points based on actual points. Joelle is still in first. Cat is in second. Ooh, yeah. I'm in third. Simon is in fourth. Yeah. Um, upcoming releases. Uh, I've got Minecraft Legends on the 18th. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores for Joelle coming the day after. Dead Island 2 for Simon coming two days after that. And then I've got Star Wars Jedi, <sighs> Jedi Survival on my list. So yeah, there's a, a lot coming. And of course, soon, hot on the tails. I ain't doing well. Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> but it's coming. It is coming. Um, did you guys make any purchases or anything? Let's see. Not, on, anything the, uh, not on the not on the, this one. R ones, All right. But the community one, yes. All right. Let's go to the community and see how things are faring. All right. In first, we've got uh, IR Gamer. Uh, Darth Stridius, yeah, is in second. Al Bank is in third. Phoenix is in fourth. Simon, you are fifth. Joel, you are sixth. Me, I'm in seventh. And Tim is in eighth. With minus um, 11 points. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tim. Sorry, we That's have a to. That's a rough one. to say it, it every week. Sorry. So, uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's been too much movement. Let me see. Leak history. Did anybody buy anything? Yep. Not since the eighth. Uh, must no, probably before. 
Okay, here but we I go. Bought, uh, I can I can say it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you picked up on the first. You picked up the Outlast Trials. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Resurgence. Yeah. Uh, Tekken Eight. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings Gollum. Good call yep. there. And oh, and you also three. picked up Payday 3. So are yep. you like full? Is your inventory full now? No, I still have your two roster? spots left. Mm, okay, cool. Why did you um, uh, pick up Gollum? Because I think it's going to be good. Okay, I was just curious. Wow. Um, well, I saw some gameplay and I saw some reaction of the community. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, this has potential to be not like a 90%, but like even if it's a solid 80, 85, yeah. that's still like a good 10, 15 points. So. Okay. RGM Studios is IR Gamer. Okay, it's okay. So he managed to pick up or dropped. He dropped Assassin's Creed Mirage because that's now not coming out this year. Um, and missed out on Lord of the Rings Gollum. Uh, but he did pick up Viewfinder uh, on the eighth and Mage Seeker on the eighth. So, uh, so yeah, things are moving and shaking. Um, though, who dropped? Oh, Simon, you dropped Counter-Strike 2. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be in the thing, so I dropped it. Oh, okay. All right, that's what happened. Because so, the yeah, game was yelling at me. Uh, you know, it, it happens. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, so games people have been playing. Catherine, did you manage to get any gaming in or, like, board gaming or wh- anything? I got one hour in of Persona 5 Royal that yeah. last night. I played an hour. Today mm-hmm. I didn't have time because of uh, running around doing errands. But uh, looks like I'm in the end game because my calendar doesn't tell me how many days I have less. It just says few. I'm like, you know what? It's few as in there's few left, but also few as in yeah, this is almost done. <laughs> <laughs> so check back, check back in next week. Maybe next All week right. I'll be closer All to right, the cool. end. Simon, what are you playing? Uh, so I've been um, roped into playing Phasmophobia. I'm so with sorry. My girlfriend. Psychological <laughs> oh, oh, that's fine. Honestly, it's not too bad. Because um, we're taking this as a, like, I, I, I'm approaching it as a scavenger hunt slash investigation mm. so it's so it's not too bad and like i'm never playing alone so it's not like that's probably helps yeah definitely just like playing with with other people usually my girlfriend and she has some friends playing as well um so we usually have a couple of people so like if you're four in the house or four in whatever the location it's mm-hmm. fine i'm i'm still like super terrified <laughs> like i died once and i i, I literally I was like, something's happening, something's happening. I closed my eyes, took off my headset. No. <laughs> that, was, that was my reaction to to the things. So, uh, like, I don't know how much of that is actually going to, you know, get used to it. But my girlfriend says that, like, she's used to it now. She doesn't even care anymore. And mm. now she downloaded the game called uh, Demonologist. Oh, that's, like, okay. Phasmophobia, but worse. Like, actual jump scares and shit. Like, there's Ew. no jump scares, really, in Phasmophobia. Like, because you always kind of know a little bit when when it's happening. Like, there's, okay. al- of course, always silver, really kind of scary and, and weird. But, okay. like, you kind of always know when something's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Where is that? In, that? in that game, apparently, you don't really know when something's about to happen. So, it just kind of jump scares you, which is ugh, not cool. But, I mean, she's playing with some friends, so... 
good. But I, I'm probably not going to go into that one. <laughs> Phasma is my limit. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, you got you got you got to know your boundary. <laughs> yeah, and it's you know it's fun. Anyway, it's 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 interesting. Definitely, you know, there's definitely some. Uh, you know, I, I I get why so many people are super into that game and so many people are playing that game. Yes, there's the uh, fear, I guess, if you will, aspect to yeah. it. But it's also like this almost like Scooby-Doo-esque <laughs> level of yeah. trying to figure out who the monster is and like understanding exactly what you need to do to get all the clues and everything to make it happen. So that's kind of cool. Have you uh, uh, watched any speedruns? of it i have not no it's not something that i've looked into it's really they're interesting you might it might be worth just to like watch one because it's really fascinating for sure for sure sure. cool i'll check it out thank you i do love me some speed runs so i'll check it out that's it cool joelle yeah what do you play so i'm still i i that returnal is just rude like that game <laughs> is so hard. I played it. It's, I think he loved it. Oh, it's just it's hard. It's it's uh, unforgiving, and so I don't know. I I did get to the second world, and I think I'm gonna be done because <laughs> I'm just like really. I feel well. I feel very accomplished. Of like I did this, and that was enough. Because <laughs> I'm just like I don't know. I I the grass. The the grind of it is just not I don't think for me and and the the world too it's so dark and so sometimes yeah. like when you're just yeah. over and over and over again in that kind of like dark and um psychological thriller type of mind and I'm just I think I just get kind of exhausted so mm. um but it, I mean it's good it's great it was a PS plus so like you know no harm no foul there um yeah. on the wallet so. I'm glad. I'm glad I tried it. it it's a, it's beautiful. Like in the the graphics are great, and the the gameplay movement is amazing. Uh, the guns are fun. Like it's it's a great. I can see why people loved it. It just wasn't. I'm just like this isn't a, a dungeon crawler. I'm gonna grind. Um, so then I turned to a game that I picked up uh, to go uh, on my trip to play when I was in Texas, and I never got around to it. But it's called uh, Lost in Random. And it's a game by Zoink Studios uh, uh, under Square Enix, and it was published in 2021 for all platforms. And it's a uh, story RPG, uh, kind of like a, a deck building game um, where you get into combat and use your cards to uh, trigger different actions. Um, and um, so far, it's been uh, pretty pretty good. It's a, a Tim Burton-esque style of animation. And um, the story is is a little slow moving, so kind of treating it like a watching a TV series and uh, playing some games with us. The story is really interesting and kind of having a, a good time doing kind of a chill game, just waiting for Horizon. So mm. nice. Uh, I finally finished Astroneer, but mostly just I finished through what would be the main campaign because um, I never really truly done that before, even though I played so much Astroneer. Um, I usually get sidetracked by like, ooh, I want to go and get all the achievements and then something pops up and I don't get to it. Uh, I probably will go back and finish off the achievements. I don't have much, too much left. Uh, but yeah, I did. I finished the game, so I feel pretty good. Uh, because I knew other stuff was coming. Um, last week I mentioned that game Terra Nil. 
uh, that came out on PC and on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So the way that it works is that like I'm in the Netflix app on my iPad. They have this whole like carousel of games. I saw Terranil there because I know that it had come out on that. Downloaded yeah, it. It brings you to the, yeah, it brings you to the app store. You download the app that is that game. And uh, yeah, I just played it on my iPad and it was a lot of fun. I got through the first one. I'm starting to learn the mechanics more and more as you go through because it's very much a puzzle kind of style game. Um, you can't you can't really think about trying to wipe out and clean up absolutely everything all at once. You have to be strategic in the way that you do things. But uh, but it's cool. You know, instead of trying to build up a city, trying to bring back the natural life to a space that has been ravaged by God knows what. You know, mm-hmm. it just looks like a desolate, totally polluted land. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, it, it's nice, especially since next week is week is Earth Week and Earth Day coming up April 21st. So, uh, so yeah, kind of nice to think on a different way. But the real thing that has me hooked all completely all weekend is Minecraft Legends. Ooh. Yeah. What about so, it? So, pardon? What about it? I'm curious to see your thoughts on it. Yeah. So, this is a action strategy game rooted in the world that is Minecraft. Mm -hmm. So think about it in the ways of like the stuff that is stereotypical Minecraft, the mechanics, gathering items, crafting, building, um, you know, going off and fighting and, uh, and yeah, but think of it at a more of an action strategy level uh, uh, layer on top of everything that you're used to in Minecraft. So the piglin have essentially come to the overworld. They're trying to take over, turn everything into the nether. And you need to help out um, the characters in the game where they're called hosts because it's their world that's getting wreaked havoc on by oh. the piglin. And there's three characters. Yeah, there's three that's characters, cool. action, foresight, and knowledge that kind of guide you throughout this experience. And as you go, you can either play in a solo, you know, your own campaign, or you can have friends jump in with you as you try to battle back the horde of Piglin. Nice. Um, you have to go and systematically get uh, uh, iron and coal and things like that and wood and stone to be able to build structures to mm-hmm. be able to upgrade your capabilities or potentially defend a village. Um, also you have the ability to have, um, to have allies that come and help you out as you decide maybe, okay, I fortified this village. Now it's time to go on the attack. I want to get more items because there's certain items you can only get if you go and defeat some of the Mm. piglin structures and stuff. So you have like golems that you can build. So, and you can, you know, have so many of them. So think about like a little bit like, uh, Pikmin in a sense that you have like different characters and different golems that can do different things and have different strengths and stuff mm-hmm. or even like Starcraft except instead of being like in god mode you're actually there kind of conducting this ha- th- all of this happening and can move around and stuff and you can do a little bit too you can fight but it's really your allies that can do the most but the cool thing is that I love is that you can have some allies that are actually mobs that are your 
villains in the main game, which is really, really weird to have creepers, skeletons, and, zo- and zombies help you out do As things. Your allies, mm-hmm. yeah, because like you're hearing their noises, and usually that's a sign for out. me to like, yeah, being like, <laughs> oh my god, where's the creeper? But yeah, now you're hearing yeah. the little sizzles and stuff in the background mm-hmm. as you're like systematically like going after yeah. the piglin and the creepers. Oh my god, I figured out the creepers. They're they blow up, right? So it's a one-time shot. Uh-huh. But man, they pack a punch. Wow. So sending those in to go and take out the different portals and the items and oh so much fun. That's cool. So yeah, I've played I'd say about 15 hours over the course of the weekend. Uh, a fair chunk of that I was actually playing with Steve Saylor. Um we would jump into his game. It's very similar to the sense with uh, other Minecraft games where like you have your own world and people can come join you and mm-hmm. then i was paying my own separate campa- campaign on my own so he and i got pretty far um we didn't get to you know taking down one of the biggest kind of like structures that the the piglin had set up and we kept it kept saying we hadn't upgraded enough quite yet or we weren't ready to go and hit that yet but you can have like four people go in and play at a time which is like t- going to be tons of fun mm-hmm. um and there's a PVP mode, but I didn't get a chance to really try that out because I could never really align up with people because obviously during review period, there's not tons of people online. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm excited to give that a go once it pops up because there's definitely a strategy to this. You can either go on the attack and you're really good at attacking, go hunt down items, and that could be, you know, collecting mining with the allies or maybe going after Penguin to, to get some like prismarine and stuff to help you build, build things. Or to fortify your base or a village and build improvements so that you can get more things, be able to mm. carry more stuff, be able to pack more of a punch when you fight. And uh, and yeah, I'm really excited to play PvP for that because I feel like I've really got the fortifying part down. Crafting's good, and now I'm really getting into the, the fighting side of things. So uh, I think it's going to be a great one. For loads of people to play together of all different skill level because it, you know, it's Minecraft. They take you into it. They don't know how much, you know, you could be a beginner. You could be a grizzled vet like myself. And like, you're just going to be in it to win it. They really set you up to have a good time. So I have a feeling maybe at some point we should all play this together because it's going to be on Game Pass. (laughs) So, uh, so yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm really, really happy with this because sometimes when you get a game, you know, like a spinoff of another series that you really like, you don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't know what you're going to get. And I am constantly thinking about this game like i know when a game has its hooks in me i want to go and look things up and watch videos and get like the inside scoop you know i'm a nerd like that you know yeah you can't do that when you're doing a a preview of a game (laughs) so yeah i'm just going in and like reading every page in the book that that kind of brings you through things and uh and yeah i'm uh i'm i'm really hooked like really hooked so uh so yeah i think uh you know, folks who know or don't know Minecraft have a lot of fun with this. And uh, if you're into strategy games, it's it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. So. Uh, so, yeah, I think we should set up a match at some point. I agree. I agree. Sweet. Show, show me the way, Leah. I will. <laughs> I will. All right, folks, I think it's time to talk some news. Are you ready to do that? Yes. Yep. Let's use it up. Let's go. Sweet. 
And we're back and it's time to talk some news. Simon, what is this about Sony's next PlayStation handheld? Are we in the Twilight Zone? It's disappointment. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, in- Insider Gaming got some uh, got some pretty interesting reports, and I think at this point it's still a rumor, but I'm I'm pretty convinced that they're going to um, announce it in the coming weeks. Uh, is, is there a PlayStation thingy happening eventually? Play to play? Yeah. State of play? Yeah. Oh, it's Not- been a while since we have. Did we have one in February? I feel like there's one in. Maybe this summer. Anyways, um, all maybe that you're on E3 X E3 time. Maybe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, all that to say that Insider Gaming got some information on a new uh, Sony PlayStation handheld. So following the PSP and the Vita, I adored my PSP. Uh, codenamed the Q Lite, uh, the next PlayStation handheld is the next piece of Sony hardware that aims to be yet another piece of hardware that requires <laughs> a PlayStation Five. Mm. Um, so basically, from what they understand, it is a PlayStation Remote Play. So you need to have your PlayStation Five. You need okay. to be connected to the same. Wi-Fi system as your PlayStation 5, and then you can play the games that you own on your PS5, but on that console. So it's not, uh, you know, disc-based system like the Vita or or even the, the Switch or anything like that. So it's not a handheld where you play games on the actual thingy. It's really more of a... not. It's not even cloud gaming, because like you, you can play it anywhere else, but at home on your Wi-Fi where your PS5 is. So I'm not quite sure what Sony is thinking, um, or if, if even, uh, again, rumor, so maybe the details aren't exactly um, on par, but from what they're saying, uh, it's supposedly uh, supporting adaptive streaming up to 1080p uh, and 60fps. The device will require constant connectivity to the internet, which is not, again, not surprising. Uh, and um, it's uh, apparently still in its a QA phase, uh, but it's scheduled to release before the PlayStation 5 Pro, which apparently is another thing that might be coming eventually. So not super convinced how smart that is from Sony, who they expect this to be sold to. Um, maybe people with... Because even with remote play, you can't even have like one person playing PS5 and then someone else playing another game. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. not, it's so you're not like adding a second console. You're just basically adding a phone to remote play yeah. on your PS5 that you already have. Could you though like huh. if if one person was playing on the console, could the person be using your Qlite on their profile though? No, because oh. well well again, it depends on how they're going to set that up, but the way that cuz I've tried remote play before, you, it's basically just like remote desktop to your ps5 yeah, oh, yeah it's like okay. taking so it, over your desktop uh, exactly okay, okay. so it's not like another session or another mm. something it's literally remote desktop to your ps5 and it's probably gonna so, cost like six hundred dollars so i'm well that's the thing like i again maybe there's a market for for at a decent price not six hundred dollars like maybe like a couple hundred bucks but even there why would you want to buy why why would you want to buy that i honestly don't understand what sony is thinking again i can't 
maybe it's not exactly what's happening. Maybe that, but that that's like those are the rumors that are supposed to be coming out. So we'll have to see exactly what it is. But not convinced. That is, not, dis- honestly, yeah. not that convinced. is disappointing. It's weird. You are right. It's a weird, weird thing for them to do, considering yeah. like why Seems extremely out of touch. So yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think of like what this is applicable to. Like if you unless you have like one if you have one TV and yeah. like you have multiple people that are using the same are, TV I so guess. you don't need to have a TV. Well, I yeah, you don't need to have a TV if you want to like if you want to have it working, which right. okay, cool, but like why? Yeah, because <laughs> you have. I still don't this? think it. I still don't think playing something that high quality over Wi-Fi, stream through your own internal network, is going to yeah. play quite that well. And again, yeah, like that's what they said. It supports up to 1080p yeah. and 60 FPS, but you do need to have the internal Wi-Fi connection at your home that will be able to stream that. So yeah. that's still again. Yeah. Adding another layer of why. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's um, it's honestly baffling. I'm I'm not exactly sure how that's gonna work. Um, when did? And again, not exactly sure either how. Okay. If that's actually true, if, if that's what what what's the, what they're putting on. So um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see what comes out of it. But I, I'm not really not convinced as to what it is right now. So I just checked the date because I was just looking for an April Fools joke because i i no. got i got had a few times i'm gonna not gonna lie i was i got no, i got I some good but mm-hmm. i was like nope this is definitely after that <laughs> i did not get one guy this is this is not elon musk putting doge dog as the twitter oh. thing for like a week after freaking april fools this is not what's happening <laughs> no who cares about twitter <laughs> fuck twitter mm, i like twitter this too bad no. it's going down fuck in a blaze of glory twitter. Uh yeah, this it's is a dying. This is anyway, very so strange. it's yeah. So <laughs> I'm on Reddit, uh, and like the first comment is, so what you're saying is, I need a PS5 to play this handheld device. <laughs> I need to have internet on both my handheld and PS5. Uh-huh. If any of them go down for any reason, it stops. I need my PS5 to be on, and it also uses the PS5, so no one else can use it when I use this handheld. That's so weird. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and all this, and all this, so I can do what the PlayStation remote app on my phone already does. Yeah. So what? Why? Who? What? Weird Why choices. Would, who would do? I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> it it sounds too far fetched to be right, but I didn't. I wouldn't put anything past anybody at this point. <laughs> if 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 it's one of the option that you can do that with this new handheld. Yes. But you can also download games and play games on it, then it's then it's cool. Yes. But if it's only as a remote yes. PS5 yes. connector, yeah. Yeah. then I yeah. don't understand the appeal. I really yeah, that's don't. That's a questionable choice. Well, and it's so funny because Sony is kind of whining about the sales of their uh, VR headset. And I just think it's kind of interesting of just like... Okay, we're we're gonna put out this product that can only work on the PS5, and then we're like disappointed when the sales aren't great. And it's like, yeah. what? Why would you also release another? And product? it's a niche product. And it's a niche product. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. why are you doing this again? And like, yeah, what are you, what are you hoping to achieve with this? 
Yeah, it's know. like they're doing the exact opposite yes. of Xbox, where they're just trying to like put everything everywhere, make it easy. It's very and then strange. they're like not doing that. No, they're being really, really like exclusive, and it's again like who is this for? Yeah. What was the pitch room like when it was like, guys, guys, guys? I got a really great idea, guys. Like, what <laughs> if? <laughs> <laughs> what if someone's just watching TV and you want to play your PS5? Oh, you could totally give them a handheld. It's not going to be downloadable. It's just going to be a remote. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I just, I want to know. I want to know. It's. It reminds me of when I really wanted to play uh, Super Mario RPG. So I bought it on the Wii U so that I could play it on the gamepad. But of course, you're actually playing it off the Wii U with the gamepad, which had like mm-hmm. no freaking battery power. Yeah. So I'd be constantly plugged in, tethered to the wall, and my husband would watch TV while I was doing yeah. that with watching the hockey game or something. Yeah. I was like, but I'm still getting my Super Mario RPG in. Yeah, that, that is like kind of like the, the ap- application. It's like someone's always using the one TV and you want to play. Yeah. PS5. Now... There are three TVs in this house. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of that. It might be cheaper, yeah. depending on the cost of this, to just buy it's another true. TV. You just get another fucking if TV. You yeah, space, get another TV. Yeah. You just need yeah. space. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like stream gaming, like cloud gaming, is already niche enough without yeah. having to add like niche <sighs> hardware on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. They may come out and it might be like PS Vita 2.0, PSP 2.0. Uh, yeah. You Honestly, know, then like, I'm like, I'm into that. Oh, yeah. Then I, I, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. I, when I saw this initially, and I'm like, oh, if I could if I could play my PS5, I might be considering this. And then now yeah. I'm like, well, this is this is garbage. garbage. E-waste. <laughs> e- especially, e-waste. Yeah, especially with the, like, things like the Steam Deck. Yeah. Existing. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'm and that didn't even see. work for Joel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you got unlucky. But a it's a great product. Who got a potato? A lemon. A lemon. A lemon. Kath- Catherine, what do you got for us? Speaking of lemons. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, this is not a lemon. because Kat's aesthetic is lemon. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, idea and Xbox showcase happened last week. Um, which is where they showcase a lot of like the indie games and usually it means because it's Microsoft they're coming to Game Pass and stuff Uh, but a lot of them being indie games are pretty affordable so first off Vampire Survivors Tides of Foscari the expansion Uh, it's gonna be $1.99 if you're purchasing it Uh, but it includes Eight new characters, 13 new weapons, a new stage, seven music tracks, and 20 new achievements. Wow. Yes. So, Is there a date for this one? They showed off gameplay, but I don't know if there's a date. It doesn't. Uh, release on April 13th. Vampire Survivors Tides of Foscari Expansion will be released on April 13th. So it's just around the corner. Yeah, just around the corner. Or maybe corner. already here, depending when you're listening to this. Uh, second game, Last Case of Benedict Fox, is a Metroidvania from Plot Twist and Rogue Games. Takes place in Boston in 1925. Has players exploring a terrifying mansion that is filled with monsters. It looks great. I will be skipping it because I am spoop. I don't like the spoop. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the next one I'm really curious about. It's called Cassette Beasts. Mm-hmm. 
and it's a turn-based RPG, but it's giving me um, Pokemon 80s. I'm into it. Yeah. The Midnight. It speaks to me. Yeah. It speaks to me. <laughs> Get a cookbook. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> So it it looks like uh very like I don't know it's like cute cozy pixel meets like that eighties old school so it looks really cute yeah it does I, I'm into it I'm into it uh, Omega Strikers which honestly like it just looks like air hockey like almost a bit like roller champion um, Rocket League, but make yeah. it air hockey. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's giving me big um, Windjammers vibes. Yeah. Yes. That's coming April 27th, and it's 3v3 matches. Um, and it comes with the ability to sling slime, toss tofu, and rocket boosts. So, I mean, there's that. <laughs> uh, there's Carter's two... Turbocharge, uh, so big Diddy Kong Racing vibes. Yes, honestly, like Diddy Kong Racing, but make it like a Mad Max almost. Yeah, yeah, looks cool. That one is just says in 2023. So, um, next one I'm super interested about because it's Coffee Talk Episode Two: Hibiscus and Butterfly. Uh, so new storyline for uh, Coffee Talk, uh, which uh, if you guys remember and some of our listeners remember, remember I, I played that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a narrative game, basically, just narrative. Um, and you make coffee and drinks and hot drinks for uh, the base of the gameplay is basically just dialogue and mixing drinks. It is super chill. It is a vibe. Mm. It is Seattle, but make it like. Dungeons and Dragons almost, but you're the barkeep instead of being an adventurer. So I'm going to be playing that. Uh, it's coming April 20th. So if I finish the uh, Persona 5 Royal by then, maybe I'll play this. You have 20 days. Uh, <laughs> 10 days, sorry. 10 days. 10 days. 10 days. You can do it. 10 days. Jerry's still out. Uh, <laughs> Homestead Arcana. So that one I think is for you, Leah. Because it's described as a farming witch simulator that features magic, exploration, crafting. Why are they doing all of this to me? <laughs> so, there's too many games. Uh, there are too many games. Play as a young farmer named Billy, and alongside your cat familiar Huckleberry, you must restore Aww. the world and somehow push back an evil force known as the Miasma. So, uh, think like, I guess. Disney Starlight Valley and like um, Stardew Valley, but Arcana and you got to save the world. Mm. You got to restore the planet. I'm in. That one's April 20th. They know how to uh, talk to me with these games. All of these seem to be day, day one on Game Pass also. So. Oh, oh, you know. Great. You know. Day one Game Pass. Yeah. I love sure. it. I need to start writing a calendar and like seriously, like time blocking my game. Mm -hmm. It's a little obnoxious right now. But a a lot of these are indie game and are probably like contained experiences like Coffee Talk. I finished Mm -hmm. weekend almost. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I dragged it over two weekends just because I was busy. But a lot of these are just like, you know, a couple of hours. Next one I'm really interested in. It's uh, Closer the Distance. 
and it's it's the story of a young girl uh, who died in a car accident, and you use her ethereal ability to influence the townspeople she once knew, um, so that she can uh, she the the and her choices will determine the fate of the town. So I'm like, oh, cool, like just like a narrative exploration game, and I can fuck shit up. I'm in. Mm. Uh, next one, Explorator, uh, open world fantasy looks cartoony, uh, but very, you play as, looks like a tiny worm and there's guns. (laughs) I did not understand this one. It's a first person shooter. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's what I love about indie games. People really go outside the box. Mm-hmm. They really color outside the lines, and I love it. Next one is I'm Sold. It's called Little yes. Guardsman. Yes. And you're deciding the fate of over 100 characters <laughs> trying to enter a kingdom. So big paper, please vibes, yeah. but make it like the town in Shrek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks fun. So you play this this uh, small child that basically has to interview people trying to enter a kingdom and figuring out if you let them in. Um, so a bit more uh, fun and uplifted and good vibes than Papers, Please. Uh, and finally, Cabaret, spelt with a K, dark fantasy folklore adventure game with monsters from Southeast Asian myths. So, uh, you, you must, you must use tea ceremonies and talk to the townsfolk to learn how you can get home and break the curse. Hmm. Is the I like story. the sounds of this too. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking this, notes out of the, all these that I'm going to go and like favorite yeah. on either Twitter okay. or inside the Xbox app and the Game Pass app. Yeah. See that one. My okay. pen decided to die and I can't write anymore. Ah, Okay. Look at it after. But like what this last one, I'm also very interested. <laughs> I don't want to type. <laughs> Clackety clack with my keyboard. On your phone? Clack clack. Yeah, um, as Blizzard would phone. say, don't you guys have phones? <laughs> I don't I like, see. No, I like sticky notes. I don't see Cabaret on Game Pass. No, I maybe think it's this not one, there yet. Yeah, no, this maybe one was a, an announcement trailer. There's no gameplay. There's no anything. But I'm very interested in this one because, you know, being a Western culture, we see a lot of like myths from, yeah, you know, Western stuff yep. like you know Hades is mm-hmm. all about like, the, the Roman and Greek pantheons and things like that. So now seeing stuff like more from like Southeast Asia, yeah. like I need more games to explore mythology from like Asia, Africa, mm-hmm. and I think like if we were local to these areas, we'd be consuming media that mm-hmm. talks about these things more. But like I needed to be imported yeah more and i don't Mm -hmm. i i don't want like western studios doing it or at least if you're a western studio do it you know have a uh a partnership with you know a studio over there but it Mm -hmm. looks uh it looks like it's got a nice aesthetic so uh these are all i read this all off of an ign article that will link with all the trailers um but yeah, no, it's, I love these little, like the Nindies and the ID mm-hmm. at Xbox showcases because those mm-hmm. are like the hidden gems. Yeah. 
Like this I, is the I, stuff that scratches a lot of the itches that we like when we play games. Yeah. And it for me, it's a lot of like these palate cleansing games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they're like contained experience, mm-hmm. not a lot of hours, and not a lot of like mechanics to learn. Mm-hmm. You can just go in and just play. Like, you know, you can just go in and be along for the ride. Inter- and interview people that want to enter your kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> that, that When I saw that, I was like, I'm in. 10 out of 10. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Paper, please, but make it Shrek. I'm in. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, a lot of these are, like, out super soon, too. Make it like, not depressing. Yeah, the few of them said, you know, like, coming later 2023. But, like, for the most part, a lot it's of all, are- like, this month. Yeah. I mean, we all know Simon's playing the expansion of for Vampire Survivors. <laughs> I haven't really played since the last one. I mean, I'm going to give it a try for sure, but it's like I finished the game 100% and then they released the update and I was like, I think I'm done with the game. I, I don't oh, really? want to get You're back. not yeah, going to play the DLC? I, I don't know. I bet you will. Eventually, you, probably, yeah, but like will. not mm. maybe. Mm. What's with you? You're, you're not. You're not on the RGB train. I know. What's going I on? know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Things. Life. And stuff. Joelle, what do you got for us? Close out the show here in news. Well, none of us have seen it yet, but I thought we had to at least touch upon it. Is that the spectacular box office? smashing record that happened for the serial super mario brothers surio surio the super (laughs) super mario brothers movie opened to a whopping 368 million at the global box office so uh put that in your uh wayne bank uh, beating the previous record of frozen 2 to become the biggest opening weekend box office in history uh, are beating Frozen. Yep. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's interesting about the article that I posted from Screen Rant is that they were saying that, you know, uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, gave the score of 77, which is kind of low, uh, it would seem like, for a movie like this. It's at 57 right now. Oh, is it? Oh, so it's lower. Than yeah, the- it was going down. Yeah, so... So Rotten Tomatoes, you know, critics didn't like it, but obviously fans absolutely love it. Uh, and it just kind of goes to show the power of, of the fan. And so they were yeah. talking about the statistics around, like, if sure. critics don't like it, but fans do, it's going to be a great, the movie will do well. But if fans don't exactly. like it, but critics mm-hmm. do, it doesn't really matter. Um, mm-hmm. Some other interesting tidbit, uh, they kind of dive into the numbers of the Mario IP. And according to... Statistica, no, Statista, there it is. Uh, Super Mario is the eighth highest grossing media franchise in the world with an estimated total gross of $34.6 billion. With the B. With the B, which is barely behind the Marvel Cinematic Universe at 35.3. So they're pretty much... You know, they're only like a billion away from each other. Um, And that was as of January in 2001. So it might have even surpassed it this time. Um, But of course, like the Mario franchise is known and loved for so many generations across the globe. So I don't 
it shouldn't be surprising, but I mean, it just smashed records. So, fuck, dude. Like, I'm sorry. I'm reading some of the critics on on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. And it's just making me angry. Why? Like, one of the guys, like, beautifully animated and about as faithful and affectionate as corporate cash-ins possibly get, but it still doesn't come close to the experience of actually playing the games. Well, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, if you want to play Mario, go play Mario. Yeah. It's just a fun movie with like it's stop like why yeah this isn't going to be nominated for it's an oscar so fucking pretentious maybe like, an animation all, yeah all, all the true. critics that, that that said that it wasn't good it's like really bland it really like uninteresting like it's just it's stupid fun stop yeah. being so fucking up your ass about it god mm-hmm. damn mm-hmm. We're going Sorry. for nostalgia. It's so, oh, yeah. so stupid. It's so stupid. How, how many Easter eggs can we possibly cram, like in in this time period? And and I did I did also read a few things saying that it's it is very geared towards kids. So like it's you're not going for a dynamic plot. You're going to well, see no, exactly. your favorite characters on the big screen and all the different game plays that you love and enjoy with like, really fun uh <sighs> music and great actors so i don't like yeah what's 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 wrong like Ooh. if you're gonna go in there and you're going to like expect fucking you know the the, the second coming of citizen kane of course you're gonna be disappointed <laughs> yeah. but like that's not who it's for or mm-hmm. what it's for everything has context and like it's uh, sorry i'm it's so stupid it's so stupid it's i don't I mean, them. how who can look fuck at a movie that that has like Jack Black as Bowser and be like, "This is gonna suck"? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, fucking! I'm going for him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I'm 100%. going for Jack Black. Yeah. That's the reason why I want to <sighs> yeah. see this movie. <laughs> no, it, anyway. it it is great. I'm glad that it's doing well because you know the 1993 was a bit of a dark mark. <laughs> the franchise a little bit so i'm glad i'm glad it's doing well i'm glad it's good i'm glad people love it like great yeah let us let us have this critics like come on like let us have something Mm. stop being such dicks for no reason (laughs) anyways that's my take all right all right folks well that pretty much wraps up this show for this week as always i want to invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned in this episode thank you Catherine, for always putting that together i'm sure folks are gonna gonna want to go and favorite uh games and stuff that they're gonna want to have on their ne- playlist over the course of the next month and so on and so forth considering there's always something coming out on game pass um, as always, we'd like to, to remind you that if you have the power to rate and review your podcast, a podcast on the platform where you're consuming it, it'd be much appreciated if you could do it for hours. We do a, a pr- go and read all of the comments, uh, and we use that to help build our show, as well as, uh, you know, it helps with discovery and pushing us up in the rankings and all that jazz. So much appreciated if you could do that for us. This is also the moment in the show where I give the crew the chance to shout out the social, their social media handles so you can follow them everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am C-S-D-S-B-I-N-S-C-S-B-I-N on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, I'm always in the Girls on Games Discord. And Joelle, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 or on uh, the Hot Garbage Twitter Uh at uh, gamer underscore comfy. 
Simon, do we have a... Yeah, who are we kidding? Simon, do you have any uh, cute, fuzzy yeah. creature or awesome humor for us, a human for us to follow today? Song recommend- recommendation. Ooh, uh, love so, music, Recos. Yeah, Ghost have a new uh, mm. cover song coming out that came out, sorry. It's uh, a, a cover song from the band Genesis, which you probably know. Uh, it's a Jesus Who Knows Me from Genesis. Uh, they, what? Yeah, it's really fucking good. Um, <gasps> also, the video is very not safe for work, so if, if you're watching it from work, don't. Just listen to the audio. <laughs> I have really an good. excuse. It's a music video. It's it. <laughs> Exactly. It's really, really good. Uh, but basically, they announced it at the same time as uh, a new uh, cover small uh well uh ep i think um i think it's called like it's only five songs called yeah. the uh phantomime which is a a play on word of the word pantomime cool. uh, and um so it's uh five songs uh six songs to- uh, sorry five songs total uh see no evil from television which i don't know uh jesus you know from genesis uh hanging around by the stranglers which i know phantom of the opera by iron maiden no and we don't need another hero by tina turner <laughs> so, oh wow <laughs> Wow. When does this be, release? Is there a date? Uh, May, May 18 is, is it's <gasps> coming out. Wow. Fantastic. Uh, honestly, like, Tobias Forge is a huge fan of music in general. Like, he, yeah. he's super knowledgeable. Um, so I'm not surprised that he's digging up all these songs that he really loves and wants to redo as um, as Ghost. So should be really interesting. The I'm especially interested in the uh, Iron Maiden and the Tina Turner songs. See how it's going to come yeah. out. So, uh, totally. Should be pretty good. Right, gonna... He also did a little um, a uh, 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 their song "Spillway," which is I think one of their like most uh, uh, most popular songs on the new album. Uh, they did a a uh, a collab uh, collab collaboration with uh, Joe Elliott, singer from Def Leppard. Um, so yeah, Joe Elliott basically sang "Spillways," uh, and like they they released a video of of him singing "Spillways." It's really oh funny. Oh my god, I have to go and watch, <laughs> listen to all of so, this. Oh yeah, I love Ghost. It's really cool. So they're doing really That's awesome fantastic. stuff. So yeah, go check it out on the, the, the YouTube's and the Spotify's. I will. Thank movies. you very much. I am Leon Jewer. Oh, I forgot my name for a second. I'm Leon Jewer on the social media <laughs> platforms. I think I am. I know I'm not. What confusion? What is life? Um, yeah, Leah Jewer on most social media platforms. But of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games on Instagram. Discord.me slash Girls on Games and continue this convo and more. But of course, if you ever need to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon. It's been another lovely week in video games, and I'm off to play more Minecraft Legends. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.